The Pilgrimage of the Heart podcast is brought to you by PYO.Yoga, an online studio for all your yoga needs, including videos in Spanish and Russian. This podcast is also brought to you by Pilgrimage of the Heart Yoga, located in San Diego and serving over 1,000 yogis a week. Hi, this is Sujantra. Join me now and every week as we explore yogic philosophy and apply it to our daily lives. Good evening, everyone. I'm Sujantra. I'll be leading the class tonight. So the way Tuesday night works is there's, uh, we do the meditation from 7.45 till 8.30, guided meditation with a little philosophy. And then after, if anybody wants to stay, uh, we take about a three or four minute break and then do a little deeper philosophy, usually resonating with <clears throat> or um, springboarding off with the little bit of philosophy we do at the start. So I, I want to actually begin tonight with a poem by William Blake. William Blake. called The Garden of Love. I went to the Garden of Love and saw what I never had seen. A chapel was built in the midst where I used to play on the green. And the gates of this chapel were shut, and thou shalt not, thou shalt not, writ over the door. So I never turned to the garden of love. So, so I turned to the garden of love that so many sweet flowers bore. And I saw it was filled with graves and tombstones where flowers should be. And priests in black gowns were walking their rounds and binding with briars my joys and desires. So I went to the Garden of Love and saw what I had never seen. So the Garden of Love we could take as the deep state of meditation. Or here he's probably uh, reflecting, connecting with childhood. Childhood innocence, playing in the fields, that freedom, that, caref that carefree experience. And also similar to the experience you get in the state of true meditation where you're, you're feeling a beauty, a purity, and a love deep inside you. And as my teacher, Sri Chinmoy, used to say, uh, that energy is self-effulgent, like a self-effulgent joy or inner happiness. It doesn't depend on something else. In, in and of itself, there's pure joy. A chapel was built in the midst where I used to play on the green. And so as we go from childhood into, um, into adolescence and into society, that carefree joy is replaced with dogma and rules and, and religion, and this is, um, uh, we're in, inculcated into that, which can have its great advantages. You learn basic morals, you learn, learn basic ethical principles that guide you through life. And the gates of this chapel were shut, and thou shalt not rid over the door. 
So I turned to the garden of love that so many sweet flowers bore. And I saw it was filled with graves and tombstones where flowers should be. And priests in black gowns were walking their rounds and binding with briars my joys and desires. So I'm pretty sure briars are like the, the, um, the bramble the, uh, with the thorns, the bushes with the thorns. And so to, to bind, you know, other people or institutions or society, or ultimately we, we ourselves have to take responsibility for our joys and our desires being um, bound and captured by society, by marketeers, by companies, etc. And so we lose touch with our, with our feeling of importance for our joys and what we give value to. And so the practice of meditation can give you that space and calmness in your life to reconnect with what your joys are in life and what your true longings are. So again, my teacher, he differentiated quite a bit between your desires versus your aspirations. So in his writings, he talks a lot about desire being connected to idea, the idea that happiness is going to come from something else or you know, from another person or from a possession or from controlling something, that that's where you're going to find happiness versus the idea of your aspiration. So the aspiration to be a more kind, more loving person versus the desire to possess a bigger house. So, so looking at your own life and see if you can distinguish um, just in your own activities and where you put your own priorities the difference between desire and aspiration. So the poem says, um, the briar, bounded the briars um, of the joys and desires. And so the other thing is looking at uh, your life and seeing what really brings you joy. So joy as, as something different than pleasure. So pleasure usually connected with the senses and sense fulfillment, fine food, fine dining. Um, you know, satisfying our, our senses is often connected to pleasure. But where do you get your real joy in life? What, what, where, does your, where does your joy come from? And oftentimes that feeling of joy is something we've really lost touch with. You might have a, um, kind of a, a vague remembrance of joy in childhood or, you know, as he talks about the garden of love. So that, that joyful, youthful innocence, that feeling of being happy and joyful just for the fact of being alive. And so again, that's something that meditation can reconnect us with. Because in meditation, you become, your body becomes motionless, you slow down your breathing, you calm your senses, and try to feel and reconnect with that deeper dimension of yourself, that deeper dimension that gets covered with, with so many things in life. And so meditation being the opportunity to... Uh, reconnect with that deeper joy within ourselves. And so in the meditation, <clears throat> what we'll do tonight is, as usual, we'll go through some uh, relaxation, conscious relaxation. Everyone's had their full day in society, so one tendency during the conscious relaxation can be to fall asleep. 
So, but I really encourage you, if you need to fall asleep, see if you can just fall asleep for like a minute or something, just for a couple of minutes, and then bring yourself back to a real conscious state because you want to try to stay conscious during the meditation. So the conscious relaxation, and from there we'll flow into the yogic concentration, concentrating our senses, sight, sound, and sense of touch. And then from there we'll go into a meditation on this um, uh, bringing back some of the positive (coughs) imagery from the poem and focusing in on that feeling of joy, trying to reconnect and feel that joy. For the uh, relaxation part, I want to just briefly, for those of you who aren't familiar with it, teach the, uh, the alternate nostril breathing technique. In the pranayama classes, we teach it. And it's a really good technique for just calming and stilling your mind. In Sanskrit, the Sanskrit is called uh, nadi shodhana, nadi shodhana. But you can just think of it as alternate nostril breathing. And so basically, and I'll just go through it verbally first. And as I'm going through it, imagine just doing it yourself mentally. And then the second time through, we'll actually use our fingers to block the nostrils. Uh, But first, you're going to take a deep breath in through both nostrils. Then you're going to block the right nostril. Exhale through the left. Inhale through the left. Then you block the left nostril. Exhale through the right. Inhale through the right. Exhale through the left. I'm getting confused. So we better do it with our digits. <laughs> so the way I like to do it is uh, to take these two fingers, your pointer finger and your index finger, and you can put it on the bridge of your nose. And, the, and the, then you're going to use your thumb and your ring finger to block the nostril. And you don't have to put your finger in your nostril. You can just g- gently press from above, and that blocks the little passage there. And so again, uh, Both nostrils free, deep breath in through both, block the right, exhale through the left, in through the left, block the left, out through the right, in through the right, block the right, out through the left, in through the left, block the left, out through the right, in through the right. Block the right, out through the left, and ending. My experience with this technique is even just doing it for two or three minutes, it takes concentration, so it brings your mind into the present moment. And breath regulation is a really good way to bring uh, stillness to your body and your mind. So when we, we'll start the meditation, once I go over and put on the music, we'll start the meditation with some alternate nostril breathing. If for any reason you're not comfortable doing it, you don't have to do it. And also, probably after the first cycle or two, people have di- we all have di- different uh, lung capacities. So we're going to fall out of sync. So I'll just guide us through it two or three times, try and stay together. And then um, I'll suggest continuing for another two minutes. And then I'll let you know when the two minutes is up. But again, if it's a strain or you find it stressful or makes you anxious, then uh, no reason to do it. Okay? Does anybody have any questions about the meditation before we begin?
So beginning by sitting up nice and straight so that you can become you can be conscious and alert during the practice. If possible, breathing in and out through your nose. And for this alternate nostril breathing, it's very possible that you're going to find that one of your nostrils is more congested than the other. If that's the case, I just suggest opening your mouth as much as you need to to compensate on that side. Being aware of your spine, lifting, lengthening your spine as you inhale. And for the next three breaths, as you breathe in, bring your shoulders forward and up towards your ears. And then as you exhale, round and back, shoulders around and back behind. Just releasing the day's tension from your shoulders. And now we'll flow into the alternate nostril breathing. So again, the pointer finger, index finger on the bridge of the nose. And we'll begin with an inhale with, inhale with both nostrils open. Exhale both nostrils. Block the right. Inhale to the left. Block the left. Exhale to the right. Inhale right, block the right nostril, exhale left, inhale left, block the left nostril, exhale right, inhale right, block the right, exhale left, keep going at your own pace starting with this inhale on the left.
do about a minute more of this. I'll let you know when the minute's up. And end the next time you exhale through your left nostril. Then let your hands down to a conscious position. So consciously choose a position for your hands. Could be palms up on your thighs, palms down, fingers interlaced, palm resting inside a palm, hands in front of your heart. Whatever, pos- whatever position you choose for your hands, but choose it consciously. Our hands are full of nerve endings, so the more conscious we are of our hands, the more conscious we'll be. Let your breathing lengthen and deepen. Throughout the practice, thoughts will come and go. That's fine. We're primarily focusing on our awareness, not our thinking, but our awareness. So as you breathe in, become aware of the muscles in your forehead and around your eyes. As you exhale, allow those muscles to release and relax. As you breathe in, becoming aware of the muscles in your cheeks and jaw. Exhaling, letting those muscles melt.
as you breathe in, becoming aware of the muscles in the back of your neck and shoulders. As you exhale, feeling those muscles relaxing. Now as you breathe in, consciously draw the breath, a full breath into your chest, into your upper chest. Feel your chest opening and expanding. And as you exhale, releasing muscles in the chest and try to feel release all the way in your physical heart. Now shift your breathing down to your belly. So now as you breathe in, you're feeling your belly moving out. And as you exhale, consciously drawing your belly in.
Feel that as you breathe in, the peace from your heart can then flow down into the belly. You're creating space for it. And as you exhale and the belly comes in, feel confidence and power. Now from here, we'll move into yogic concentration. We'll begin with visual concentration. Open your eyes just enough so you can either see a darker spot of bamboo flooring, or if you want to gaze up at the picture, pick a spot of color. In either case, the key thing is just to keep your eyeballs still and calm. It's okay if your vision blurs, it's okay to blink. Keep your eyes still. Let your eyelids gently close. Bring your awareness to the sound of the flute music. Again, thoughts will come. Let them just pass through. Be conscious of your awareness. As you focus on sound, continue to keep your eyeballs still and calm, either gazing outwardly or if you're looking, if your eyes are, if your eyelids are closed, gaze up towards your third eye, which is in between your eyebrows and just a finger's width above.
Now for concentration on the sense of touch, we're going to try to focus in on our heartbeat. If you can't feel your heartbeat, focus in on the feeling of your breath moving in and out through your nostrils. But to try to feel your heartbeat, as you breathe in, feel that you're breathing in energy from deep in the base of your body. Feel your breathing energy up into your heart, into your chest, and then hold your breath for five or 10 seconds. If you can feel your heartbeat, great. In either case, let the breathing return to normal. If you were able to feel your heartbeat, try and hold on to the feeling of your heart beating. If you lose it or you didn't feel it, try the same exercise again, breathing in from the base of the body, deep breath in, holding your breath, holding your awareness in your chest. And now with our concentration, we're going to flow into the final part, our meditation. And begin by remembering, or if you don't have this memory, just create it from your imagination, but remembering something beautiful in nature from your childhood where you were happy a park you went to, a waterfall you saw, somewhere you went with your parents or your friends. Try and bring back into your awareness some joyful, happy memory of nature. Now, maybe you don't have to go all the way back to childhood. Maybe you have something more recent Bring that into your awareness and try to visualize the scene either inside your chest with your eyes looking slightly down or up in your forehead area. With your concentration focusing on the imagery, 
try and slowly shift your awareness to the feeling of joy or happiness connected with the memory. So your attention gradually shifts from the imagery into the feeling of that space. Try to feel that joy or happiness in your heart, in your chest. Let the imagery go, but hold on to that awareness of joy or happiness. And now, each time you breathe in, ask yourself, what do you do in your life currently that gives you joy and pure happiness? Once an answer comes, focus in on that and strengthen that commitment to that in your life. Or if nothing's coming forward, then start to explore what it might be. Maybe something you used to do or you've always wanted to do. For our last technique, we'll do some chanting. You can either integrate the chanting into continuing with this visualization or this questioning, or let all of that go and just focus in on the chanting, however you'd like to do it.
So we'll chant the ancient mantra Om. And to find the note, we'll just hum. So nice deep breath in and just hum the sound you're hearing. One more time on the hum. Feel your lips vibrating as you hum. So creating the outer sound is just like humming, only you're opening your mouth. So the om is A-U-M, A-U-M. And as you chant om, either use the oming to strengthen your experience of the techniques you're doing, or just focus in on the sound and then vibration. Breath in. Now three times chanting Om, but inwardly. So go through the outer motions, nice deep breath in. But then when it comes to the chanting, chant Om deep inside your own mind and heart. Breath in.
And let's end with one ohm all together out loud. Breath in. slowly, gradually bringing your awareness back to your body and environment. Opening your eyes, letting a little light, but as much as possible, holding on to this inner awareness. And so reflecting back on the poem and the meditation, using your meditation and reflective time to discover or rediscover what really brings you joy and pure happiness in life, and then using your meditation and your power of visualization to create space for your li- in your life for those things. Because a lot of times those that those deeper longings in ourselves, they get lost because amidst all the outer pressures that we're dealing with, they bombard us and we lose touch with those, that inner feeling. And so your daily meditation can be the time when you give importance to that inner feeling and make it stronger. And then there's a much better chance that you'll be able to manifest those things in your life. And here at the yoga studio, we have a number of um, opportunities each week to deepen your practice. In addition to all the asana classes, there's also our mindfulness classes, the meditation classes, the kirtan on Thursday nights, And the Kirtan Band just put out a new album. And there's flyers on the bookshelf for it. If you want to have a free listen, you can stream it at no charge. And then again, the sheet of the different resources at the studio. So it talks about the different classes, websites, YouTube channel, etc. All the places you can go to deepen your practice. Okay, so we'll take, um, again, about a three or four minute break, and anyone who wants to stay for philosophy, we can just come up to the front area here. Otherwise, look forward to seeing everyone soon. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. This has been a production of Pilgrimage of the Heart Yoga. Join us at our studios here in San Diego or visit us online at pyo.yoga. Namaste.